Hi, everyone. It's Fat Billy here. Thanks for coming. Listen to our podcast. If you want more podcasts, you can go to patreon.com slash spoutlore, where you can give us some money. And I like money, so I can buy snacks. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great mind. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long, everybody. What? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <Afternoon>. everybody. <laughs> Hello. Playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid Paul Oppers. Take care, guys. <laughs> and playing Fat Billy the Half-Leg Thief Jessica Ty. And to all a good night. <laughs> when last we left our heroes, they encountered the danger, or at least one of the dangers, lying within the Fanny Pack's eponymous danger room. Revealing itself to be a creature called apparently a centripede. Yeah, it's, it was so gross. <laughs> that is a little compact mechanical thing that expands into a huge centipede-like automaton that splits off into multiple parts when damaged. The fight went on for a good while, and mm. the gang was really getting getting the goods. Yeah. <laughs> they overcame the centripede, Perel receiving a sealed note from Morris Wadge, which was found within the safe also containing some dried flowers from apparently places that the three had visited in their younger days in an oil painting, a portrait of happier times. Yeah, it was really cute mm -hmm. that this was the thing that he felt like he needed to protect the most. Yeah. Morris, soft at heart. Yeah. Can't wait to hear what's in that letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to bully Perel into telling us what's in that Perel letter. Perel for sure read it as soon as he was alone. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perel's just in the fanny pack. Yeah. 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 He's just safe nestled in Tuck's backpack. Yeah. Uh, you boarded the Thunderbirds, <laughs> Cloud Piercer, and Gale. Uh, Gale assuring Tuck that it was not going to be weird that they slept together, <laughs> by which she meant slept in the same nest for one night. Yeah. It became a whole thing after that. <laughs> Traveling with them upon their backs to the frozen north, the far, far reaches of the frozen north and Adernak Allwaters Glacier. During their journey, passing below the cloud cover, Billy first spotted ships in the distance, mm -hmm. which Maggie quickly recognized one at least as the Clearwater itself, mm -hmm. stolen from her by the Magi in Fort Forfrost, and it would seem given to, sold to, captured by another pirate by the name of Victoria LeBlanc. Ooh. Infamous. Infamous privateer. So crazy hot. It's <laughs> insane. <laughs> I want you to remember that I, Sean O'Hara, your friend, am Victoria LeBlanc. <laughs> so keep it together. <laughs> Just got hotter. I could have made her less hot, but I didn't... <sighs> How can you not yeah, take that you, opportunity? Everybody wants a sexy sword fighting pirate yeah. on a show. That's, you know... I mean, Jessica did set the stage with all the way up the leg lace up heeled leather boots. Yeah, very low cut white lace top. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like to the belly button low cut. Like it's what are cut, we talking? It's cut like down here. to oh, where wow, the like boots under the breast. <laughs> <laughs> There's very little. The whole middle section, no clothes at all. Um, the party decided that the best way to approach LeBlanche and her fleet was to stage yeah. an amateur theater production <laughs> in which Cloud Piercer and Gale locked themselves in faux battle, Billy on special effects. Yeah. <laughs> Tuck playing a bit part as guy with axe. Hero. <laughs> hero with axe. Hero approaching. And Just, it didn't say hero in the script. That's yeah. <laughs> and Ving descending from the heavens in a ball of moonlight in the shape of a bird 
landed upon the deck and uh, narrated the proceedings. Mm -hmm. The fight and production went off without a hitch. Everybody was terrified. Yeah. Sabotage was played more than once, yeah. as is our want. <laughs> and uh, as is our right, <laughs> as Americans, as Canadians, to plagiarize the Beastie Boys. And not get charged for it. Try, try it, Beastie Boys. Yeah, try it, Beastie Boys. The web crawlers that look for copyright infringement cannot find us <laughs> because we are on a podcast host that Wes wrote in 2016 <laughs> in PHP before he really understood how to code. We are invincible. Uh, the crew uh, arrived on the deck and introduced themselves to Victoria LeBlanche before Maggie, who had been stonily quiet the entire production, wheeled back and slugged her one right in the chin to which Victoria LeBlanche said, Maggie Kerr, it has been quite some time. <laughs> She didn't recognize her face, but she recognized her fist. Exactly. And Maggie, through gritted teeth, just says, where's my fucking cat? I'm not sure that I know what you mean. Wicker! That's my boat. My cat's on that boat. You tell me where my cat is. And she looks around like, if I had a cat upon my bed, do you think that this cat would be hidden away? I love cats so much. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) The guy with the spyglass that we saw earlier kind of hobbles forward. He's limping pretty bad. He's kind of like a, a heavy set guy with short, graying, dark hair and a, and a cl- close beard. Captain, do, do you think that it's possible she might mean the ghost? What? <laughs> now, do not be silly, um, D- Derek. <laughs> there are no such things as ghosts. I don't know, Captain. There's been some strange goings on on the clear water. Food disappearing. Men waking up with bloody scratches all over their bodies. <laughs> Shadows flitting out of the corner of your eyes. You shut your mouth, you superstitious fear. And then another guy's like, I seen it. I seen it. I was working in the kitchen and then a bottle just fell off of the counter for no reason. <laughs> I seen it too. One time I go to put on me boot and there'll be a hot shit right inside it. And I woke up when I couldn't breathe. Uh, <laughs> Mouthful of fire. You are all superstitious fears. The butt is not haunted and there is no ghost. Then explain this. <laughs> Somebody drops a bucket of dead mice. <laughs> <laughs> Things like, it looks like these mice died of a heart attack. <laughs> they died of being too afraid. <laughs> they all have like twisted the ring faces. <laughs> They're all just locked in rigor mortis <laughs> and terrified fear. And Maggie crosses her arms and smiles. That's my cat. Uh, what do you guys do? What's your plan here? You're just watching these two women have a conversation. I keep watching. <laughs> Billy starts like sidestepping away, like to try like get out of I don't know, out yeah. of view to go look for Wicker. Yeah, two d six plus dexterity to sneak away. Five. <laughs> okay, so you uh, you start experience. Yeah, it takes some experience, and you start creeping away through the crowd. Yeah, you're walking through a sea of legs as Billy so often does. I'm humming. I'm singing quietly. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. But something to when it can't stand it. <laughs> you only know one line. Yeah. It's I can't stand it. I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand it. And as you think, you're like, ha ha, I've done it. I've gotten away. You're, hey, no, come here. A fistle grab got you, no, little bastard. Let me go. Holds you up and you're looking into the face of Bruno. Br- Bruno? Yeah, what's up, you little sneaky snake? I got you. Bruno, put him down. Or what? Tech picks up a crate and throws it at Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> 2v6 plus dexterity. I guess dexterity, yeah. Uh, seven. <laughs> uh, it does it. I mean, Billy gets thrown to the ground for sure, mm-hmm. but you smash Bruno full on <laughs> with this crate. It explodes. He hits the ground immediately. goes, ooh! And I grab another stool and I put it on top of him and I sit. And he spits out a bunch of 
teeth. <laughs> just those aren't my teeth. I just had those in my mouth. Why did you have teeth in your mouth? It's none of your business. <laughs> and he reaches his arms out and tries to grab you. Look, <laughs> I'm gonna. This is it. This is finally happening. You're not getting up, dude. It's finally happening. You fuck. Get over here, Bruno. I thought we were friends. We were never friends. I was forced to serve you to save my own skin. The uh, seas are a dangerous place. But that's why friendship matters so much. <laughs> Everyone on the deck is just like, oh, oh my God. He's, he's right, Bruno. He's right, Bruno. You can't just fucking, fucking betray your friends. <laughs> sailors like us is sailors. Remember when I gave you that extra serving of spaghetti because I didn't want it? I was lying. I did want it. But I loved you, Bruno. And remember when we covered for you? When you were about to commit a mutiny and we... we, we I, no, I would never <laughs> commit a mutiny. Uh, that's a lie, no, 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 no. I would never. I would never... I, we're friends. We're friends. We're best friends. You were planning a mutiny, dude. I was just playing around, guys. We're friends. <laughs> you were a younger man then. I was, and I definitely did not take part in a mutiny, and we all remember that for sure. Yeah, because we covered for you, dude. No, no. <laughs> You guys better shut the fuck up about that mutiny or I'm going to get killed. You first, you little yeah, 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 hip no squeak. Problem. Can we let you up now? Yeah, good to see you again, my friends. <laughs> That's what I thought. Captain, it's all good in the hood, baby. <laughs> oh, dude. Doug, Doug goes, oh, dude, no. Oh, dude. Can't just make up phrases like that, bro. <laughs> she can't call her baby, dude. She, she rolls her eyes really hard. Now that that has been settled, whatever, she kind of wiggles her hand in your direction. This might be. What are you doing up in my vessel in these cold, frigid northern waters? My queen. <laughs> <laughs> Which she smirks at. Oh. I do not have a crown, but I find many a throne to sit upon. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is just Jessica. <laughs> Sick. And then Tucker in his mind is like, can I make a pun? That makes my dick a threat. <laughs> if only thrown rind something that could be yeah. alluded to. Whatever. <laughs> I guess nothing. Yeah. Anyway, I go, my queen, we are on a quest. We are heroes sent from across the seas on a sacred mission to save not just one land, not just one people, but all peoples and all lands. Oh, interesting. I am on my own quest. Though not as important, I do find myself being a people's and living in a lands. So I perhaps might support this quest. And Tuck clenches everything to uh -huh. try and make himself look more impressive. Yep. And he's like, we are heading past the jaws to the tower of a wizard hmm. to find our destiny and the salvation of all mankind. Ah. Uh, Destiny has many a child in these parts. Did you just wink at me? <laughs> Did you just make a Destiny's Child joke? <laughs> <laughs> so what is it that you wish from me? A chance to reunite our party. One of the most powerful members that we believe resides on Maggie's boat. And Tuck tries not to reference his dick when <laughs> Ving says powerful members. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> And by the way, none of us are, we're all trying really hard not to point at what he just said. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can understand that uh, the reuniting of old friends aside, and she looks at Maggie who goes, I cannot simply give you this fine vessel that I have so legitimately came by. Do we want the vessel or is it just a cat, Maggie? Yeah, we don't want the boat. I think we just want the cat. I don't know. I look at Maggie. Do we do we want the boat? I want my fucking boat. Oh. That's my boat. I, I paid a lot of money. <sighs> that boat was in the fucking mud a year right. ago. Jesus. It yeah. was in the mud. This is I lived on that boat for months. Yeah. Victoria, where did you pay for this boat? Where did you get it? Who uh, gave it to you? It is not that. Not at liberty to share such details with you. Did you buy it from the Magi that stole it from us? Perhaps. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Maggie wants her boat back. Okay, what can we do? What are we going to do? Can I wealth and taste, perhaps? Or, like, can we parlay with, uh, with Victoria? I have bamboozle, which means when I parlay with someone on a hit, you take plus one forward against them. And I also have plus one forward against mm -hmm. her right now. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, a plus three charisma. So I could try and parlay with her. Okay. Yeah. 
what so what are you planning to offer some uh, other boat a my replacement hand boat. in marriage <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of bliss and happiness yeah, yeah I, that's actually talk, offers that he's like what is a life on the sea without someone to share it with he says as he stares out at the ocean uh-huh <laughs> Uh, Tuck's got his hand on one of the masts, the mast, yeah. uh-huh. looking out into the distance. I have shared my life on the sea with uh, many people, and I will share it with many more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is one thing that I do know I is very valuable up here on the seas and everywhere else, and that is a cold, a hard a cash. Cash? Pay me. Okay. Buy the boat of me. How, how much? <laughs> Let me look at the book to see how much a bird is worth. I Bring believe. me the bird book. Actually, Bring me the bird book. We did establish last time that a merchant ship is worth 5,000 gold coin, which is actually what Ving's ransom is. Well, Whoa, that's, that's interesting, a isn't cool it? Huh. Trade. <laughs> isn't that a fascinating proposal? <laughs> Neat, isn't it? Because oh. we do want to give Ving back to his dad at some point. Yeah. Isn't that interesting we, we do want to do it let's claim the reward let's awesome. make this happen yeah so, so tell her that and it's like what a what an interesting thing that has just come into my brain and formulated into a series of words that i'm now telling to you <laughs> okay <laughs> so here's the deal my friend ving you might also know him as prince of the boreal reach son of dathaniel the ranger king Low bow. There's currently a bounty out for him for 5,000 gold coin, approximately the price of one, and then I point at the clear water, merchant vessel. Merchant vessel. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing the Vanna White. Yeah. He's standing on the side, on the railing of the ship. And pulls back the mast, the side of the mast to pull, reveal. Pulls a sail back. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I'm proposing. We'll let you turn us in to Nathaniel. To claim that reward, you give Maggie her ship back, and we'll call it even. You get yourself a new bow with 5,000 shiny new gold coins. Yeah. And as an added bonus, if you want, I and I, honestly, I don't even care. <laughs> we crying? No. <laughs> Buddy, but, are you crying? No, I'm not. I'm just sweating. So It's so hot. And are I, you getting on one knee? It's no. <laughs> no I'm just of his legs is just bending. <laughs> it's just so hot up here. I had to get closer <laughs> down to the ground where it's colder. His right thigh is tired. So in, hot. Involuntarily fishing around <laughs> in his backpack for a ring. a ring? He's trying not to propose to it. <laughs> <laughs> But if you if you did want to, and this is so fucking stupid, I don't even want to do it. But it would be so fucking funny, right? If we just like got married, monogamously married. (laughs) Would it be so fucking hilarious if we got? I now pronounce you Chuck and Larried to each other. (laughs) So yeah, whatever. But that's the proposal. <laughs> roll okay. Roll the two d six plus charisma. Okay. Oh Lord of Flame, please <laughs> <laughs> let Victoria Blanche marry me, please, God. Five plus three, uh, plus one. Yeah, eight. So that's nine. Uh huh. Oh. So someone aids me and become a ten. Yes, I will aid. I I show her the poster with five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, you ate all of them. I ugh. hold on, hold on. <laughs> Cloud Piercer showed me this thing. I can do this. Duty six plus bond. Nice ten. Okay, wow. ten. I I cough up a perfectly <laughs> rolled up poster. It's the laminated one. <laughs> oh yeah. She puts her gloved hand to her chin. Satin gloves. She smirks. She looks around at the boat. She looks at Ving. She looks at Tuck and Billy, who she smiles at. She gives her Billy a little wink. And Billy looks around like. Me? <laughs> <laughs> I accept. <gasps> and then Tuck gets up from, he's on one knee. He gets up and goes, she said yes! <laughs> yeah! She said and yes! She puts a hand to her chest and laughs gaily. <laughs> it's gonna be a win! 
kidding. <laughs> I can see what's happening. But we don't have a clue. <laughs> They'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line. Our trio's down to two. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet caress of Twilight. <laughs> she joins in. <laughs> and there's a Jamaican guy up in the crow's nest that's like, kiss the girl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she says she accepts. And I also get a plus one forward against her. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You always get so excited about Bamboozle, but I think every time you see the word Bamboozle, you forget what the move is. It sucks. <laughs> Does it? it? just it gives you it gives you a plus one forward when you parlay with somebody. Yeah. Okay. It's a useful move. It's yeah. just not as like unless you narrative changing. Yeah. Take yeah. on a lot of parlays. Exactly. Yeah. This is great. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I can't Thanks. believe you're getting married. Oh my god. Can Guys. I be your best man? Oh. Um. Uh, Tactician's visual. He's like, I gotta promise Billy he would be my best friend. <laughs> oh my god, that makes a lot of sense. So, Victoria, I guess you're gonna be my new stepmom. I suppose so. I guess we're all gonna be, Vink puts a hand on her shoulder, in this together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for the time being, until of course we return you to your father for the bounty. Ooh. <clears throat> that was the deal, correct? Yes. We turn yeah. your friend in and we go. Yeah. We go, we get what we're trying to get out of the glacier, uh-huh. out of Adirondack Allwater's Tower. Oh, you want to go to the glacier first? Yeah, we gotta. No, 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 that was not the deal. No, you didn't, we didn't talk about this. No, the deal was we go, you said the order of events was we go and we turn your friend in for the bounty, and, and then I get the new ship. And Tuck laughs, and he's like, oh, this is so us. <laughs> Uh, is it is it not eh, we would not want to start our new relationship on and whink, there's the tip of a blade on such poor standing wood we my oh, love tuck presses the blade into his neck <laughs> he like leans forward and he's like no we wouldn't and he pulls his axe out and like lays it against her throat it's quite important that we go to the glacier first I guess another part. High danger charisma. Okay. Or I guess the parlay is, I'll kill you. I guess we'll kill each other yeah. on the deck of the ship, uh -huh. and we're insane. Uh-huh. This is already the most toxic relationship that's ever existed <laughs> in this podcast. What a, what a surprise. The first, person the, first. That, the first person that says yes to Tuck is out of her mind. <laughs> no, Ruby said yes. That's true, I guess. <laughs> All right, 2d6 plus charisma. 10 plus 1 is 11. So the, so your axe blade is to her neck, her sword tip is pressed under your chin. And we're like pushing into each other's weapons. Yeah. And she <laughs> leans forward and plants a fucking kiss right on your lips <gasps> and pulls back, laughs, sheaths her sword, says, all right, we go north. Tuck passes out. <laughs> Just hits the deck. Hits the deck. <laughs> we'll cut forward a little uh. bit. Uh, are the so are the good. Thunderbirds like circling above us? I think Cloud Piercer was like, "I'll be back when you need me." Okay, because this was part right. of the game was that I was a bad boy, mm. so I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> and Gale just poof. Yeah, in fact, it's the kind of thing she took off, and the front of the boat almost dipped underwater with the power of her takeoff. She took off when Victoria and I got married. <laughs> yeah, no, you it's you guys kissed, and then boom, <laughs> there was a sonic boom as Gale took <laughs> off into the skies. <laughs> And yeah, we'll cut forward a bit. Yeah. All the boats are underway. I, I imagine the scene where like Maggie is, I don't know, doing boat stuff, like coiling a rope or whatever and looking into through like a window into the cabin and sees Tuck and Victoria in the captain's cabin having like wine and like cheese and shit. Billy's with Maggie right now. Like they didn't even invite us. I mean, I guess we were there for the wedding. This is what like their honeymoon, I guess. What? Maggie, when did they get married? When she accepted his proposal. She points at Ving. Captains are legally empowered to marry people on their vessel. Tuck and Victoria are legally married now. What? Yeah. I didn't even get to do any best man stuff. <laughs> I mean, so far away. I mean, Billy, there'll be one day a real actual land wedding <laughs> that will be important to all of you. This is, this is going to end poorly. This is not the wedding. So don't worry. They'll be, we got it. Oh God, Tuck is fucking screwed. <laughs> I don't know. Ving says looking in the porthole. And we rack focus 
to the two figures through the window and into the cabin. Yeah. And she's swirling a, a goblet of wine in her hands. And he's swirling a goblet of cheese in his. <laughs> yeah. Um, cheese cubes. No, not even cheese cubes. It's cheese whiz. Yeah. It's like liquid cheese. Like fondue. It's like, wow. It's thick. It is. You could have some wine if you want. You don't have to drink the cheese that for fondue. I'm kind of in a bulk phase. I'm doing a keto thing right now, so I can't really have wine. Ah, uh, wee wee. Yeah, but I can wee wee too. I'll go. To the, I'll go wee wee. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, good idea. And he goes, <laughs> you read my mind, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. so tell me how is it that you know maggie Kern? oh uh man maggie long time listener first time caller <laughs> yeah we uh we met maggie and i met in uh, mudlark she was pretending uh, to be muckraker who was kind of like a is an alter ego kind of thing mm-hmm. And then we found a box with a wizard in it. Tuck's not holding anything back. Uh. <laughs> and, so, and he's like, uh, but we didn't know there was a wizard in it then. She asked us to take it to a vault. Uh. We didn't. Uh. Cracked the box. Uh. Wizard came out. Oh. Killed Ving. Oh. Billy and I went to the spirit world to bring him back. Oh. Found him. Brought him back. Oh. And then when we came back, Maggie was there. So pissed oh. off. <laughs> So oh, pissed off. Oh, 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 Maggie is a very intense personality. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bunch of other stuff happened, and then we took it to the vault. Oh. But we had made friends with the wizard that was inside of it, mm-hmm. and then he begged to not be left there. Eh? So I let him out, mm-hmm. smashed the box mm-hmm. with this axe. Ooh, oh. <laughs> And she reaches up and she kind of like puts a hand on the handle of the axe. Is a very impressive weapon. And and when she touches it, TLC go, Oh my God, bro, she's fucking touching us, bro. Uh, And then we went to McCall after that for a while. And then Maggie showed up pissed because we let the wizard out. Uh Uh-huh. And then we realized at that point that the entire world was ending because there was no magic. So uh-huh. now we're going to the glacier, which belonged to a wizard called Adernak Allwater, to see if there's another box there with another wizard who might be able to help us get magic back. Because uh-huh. Perel doesn't have his magic anymore because of a thing I did <laughs> by accident. So when you say Perel does not have his magic anymore, that means he's what, still with you? Yeah, he is. He's in the fanny pack. Fanny pack. And Tuck is like, yeah, I have like a little... Yeah, Ving and Billy's eyes yeah. are winding. We're looking at each other like, dude, you know what? Maybe shut. Maybe no more fondue for you. And we bust in the door. Yeah, both big kick. My kick doesn't do anything. Roll, yeah. yeah. You kick a second after I do. Yeah. <laughs> Just a tiny little like going... <laughs> There's the newlyweds. Whoa, look at you and the cheese. Loose lips sink ships. Let's take this away. Yeah. Did you guys break into the cabin? Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna uh, steal the fanny pack without Tuck noticing. Oh, oh yeah. please Gab, take a seat. There is more than enough and the one for everyone, please. Thank you. And she grabs some stools and chairs. Gam, Gam. Why thank you and Billy does a deep bow where he's stealing the fanny pack off uh-huh. Tuck's waist. Okay, two D six plus dexterity. Oh, it's in my backpack. Oh, it, from his back. Yeah, totally. I'm doing a a big flourish, like hello to um Plus Victoria. Eight. Okay. And so you're doing a big flourishy hello? like dance, like, oh man of I dance with the bride. So I'm yeah. grabbing her and like woo do 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 spin around. Uh perfect. And yeah, Billy, so on a seven to nine you get up on the backpack uh-huh. and get start opening it up to get the bag. But Tuck does know that you're on his back. Um, you're saying a lot of stuff. And I don't trust her here. The fanny pack. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I know she's my stepmom and everything, <laughs> but it's going to take time to get to know her. You know what? I don't think there's ever any been a situation in fiction where stepmothers have not been. <laughs> <laughs> does Tuck realize that he is actually married? He does yeah. not know That's that he's married. He's just like, that was a great kiss. <laughs> she's really leaning into this bit, and yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. Billy is so cute that Billy keeps saying stepmom like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Vig's trying to drop hints, too. He's like, I can't believe... That it's been four hours since your actual marriage. <laughs> it took like laughs and he's like, guys. That's a good way to put it. That is so funny. <laughs> since your actual legally binding maritime law marriage. And Tuck's like, oh man. And boy, 
are my arms tired? <laughs> I just flew in from my honeymoon. <laughs> Boy, I just got married. <laughs> my arms tired from jerking off so much. Am I right, guys? I wouldn't know. I'm not actually married to this woman. And she laughs and laughs and she's flinging her hair around as Ving and her dancing around the cabin which is very ostentatiously furnished. Mm. Like maybe the highest concentration of expensive shit you've ever seen in one place. Oh cool. Like fine silk cushions and goblets, plates, platters of all precious metals, weapons ancient and new mm-hmm. just all over the fucking place this is like ruby's lair but times a hundred yeah this is like ruby's lair if ruby was an actual pirate and not someone pretending <laughs> not a drama student actor <laughs> exactly and she actually something that i keep forgetting and messing up is that victoria has said several times that she is a privateer oh yes not well, a pirate oh. yeah so yeah. she has said specifically she's a privateer what does that mean uh, what, a privateer? Yeah. That means I'm legally employed by a government or a nation to uh, wage war on the seas on their behalf. Oh, cool. Yes, we... What nation? Uh, the, the Firefields Principality. Oh, cool. Under the, the princeps of Blacklass. Oh, cool. Yes. So that is what I do. I sail up and down the coast. I am, uh, you know, I take a ship here and there. And perhaps I take a bit of private contract work on the side. Cool. Yes. Hmm. But you will know all about that soon, my sweet honeyman. And she reaches out and like grazes Tuck's cheek as she whirls by dancing with Ving. And Tuck's like, I can't wait to learn my cinnamon bun. <laughs> and Maggie is like arms my crossed. Cinnabon. <laughs> my cinnabun. I can't wait to cover you in white goo. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. My cinnabun. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Maggie is leaning in the doorway, arms crossed, watching all this happen. Uh, Vicky, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, I'd like to go over to the Clearwater now, if that's all right. Of course, it is uh, my, me vessel as su vessel is not the fake language I speak, but it is <laughs> something that all of the listeners will understand this shorthand for go for it. And uh, Maggie nods, looks at Tuck, pointedly and then looks at Ving and Billy and then leaves. Twirls her away. I'm, I'm going with Maggie. Uh, very well. I would love some time alone with my sweet beloved. I'm staying here with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, me and this cheese are going to also go with Maggie. Okay. And then Tuck, as Billy shuffles out, he's like, all right, just go easy on the cheese. It's very heavy. No problem. <laughs> and he says this sitting on a toilet, on a commode. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you wear a, uh, f- enough layers, my sweet. I would not want you to catch a cold. And Billy looks at Victoria like, don't tell me what to do. Hey, do not talk to your mother that way. Hey, don't talk to him like that. Things my mother. You're just my stepmother, and I slam the door. This family dynamic just got interesting and complicated. Uh, children, precocious. He will come to find me uh, charming as everyone does. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Now and she spins. This dynamic is interesting. She spins away from Ving and lands in the chair at the table and crosses one leg over the other leg, like right at the knee. So oh, it's shit. just like boot, boot. And her like sarong is kind of you know draped yeah. very. She's not doing this. I mean, maybe this is just how she looks. Yeah. Maybe this is something she's trying to do. So we have much time before we get to the north. Is there anything that you would uh, like to go over? Any more information? Tell me more of your adventures. Tell me more of this parade. What do you know of the Ranger King? Oh, just stories and tales. Yeah. As much as anyone else does, his victory over the Beast of the Bloody Hills, the Battle of Falling Leaves. um, What is the Beast of the Bloody Hills? It was some sort of great monster. Describe this monster. These are, she holds up her hands, these are stories and tales. These are not. Ah, (laughs) yeah. Dear stepwife, I love a good story. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is said that uh, many centuries ago, there was a monster of some kind living on the hillside in the forest. And this monster would come down and it would raid the hillside and destroy many villages in the forest. Its great teeth gnashing and crowing and 
ending elven lives, its great paws swiping through tearing trees up by the root, mm. until Nathaniel, the ranger king, went out with bow and arrow, stalked the beast, did battle, and took it down with a single arrow to the heart. An arrow like this? And Ving pulls out the raven-fletched arrow. Ah, it is a beautiful thing. She reaches out, plucks it from your hand, and kind of twirls the... <laughs> I was going to say, because it is the word, she twirls the shaft back and forth <laughs> in her hand. This is a beautifully made missile weapon, and I would not be surprised if one such as Nathaniel would use it. She flicks her hand out, and the arrow shoots out of her grip and brrrr, sticks into a wooden post. Tuck's sitting next to Vang, and he grips his arm so tight, <laughs> and then he leans in, and he's like, literally everything she does makes me so fucking horny. It's crazy. <laughs> Easy, big fella. <laughs> and this is one tale of many that have been told of the Ranger King. Your father, this is sir? So-called? Fascinating. The man who raised me under the lie of father. Ah, yes. No family complications, well. Family is not uh, who we are born to, but who we choose to keep close. And then Tuck is like, you're right. Family is who we die for. This true. And many, many of my spouses have died for me in the past. (laughs) (laughs) I have dispatched many a family (laughs) members. And then Tuck Tuck is like, God, for some reason, my brain keeps thinking of like a Venus flytrap. And I don't know why. (laughs) Get get out of my head. I keep thinking of Venus flytrap or like praying mantis. I don't, and I can't. (sighs) Uh-huh. It's like, get out of there, Bran. I'm trying to be horny about this woman. <laughs> well, I suppose you and your father will be reunited soon. And I will come away. Five thousand can reach you. And one husband shorter. <laughs> Another family member fed to the wolves. We shall see. Narrowing eyes. We shall see. Well, that's it for me. I'm tired. All right, at this time, for a husband and wife to be alone. I took passed out because he drank too much cheese. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps another time. There is no rush to consummate the marriage. You know, that depends when it depends. <laughs> it's true. She winks a little bit, laughs, and then goes and lays down next to Tuck. And uh, she's really doing everything she can. She walks over to the bed and is like, and now I think that I will take my rest as well. And she turns to Ving as he's in the doorway, tucks dead asleep. She cocks one leg and starts undoing the ties on her boot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and he says, yes. And retrieves the arrow from the doorframe. We shall see you tomorrow. Good night. Good night. Sleep well. And he turns. And as he's leaving, he says, Oh, I will. (laughs) 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 I was, I was, pause got too long. Oh, I will. Good night. (laughs) I will. You can hear the gears grinding in his head to come up with something. I'm gonna sleep all right. (laughs) And don't you let the bed bugs bite. (laughs) Slam. (laughs) And we cut to the clear water. Billy's on his hands and knees, scrumbling around under the, the beds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is a new adjective. <laughs> uh, that's, I don't know how to describe yeah. it, but yeah, he's he's looking around for for um for Wicker. Yeah, uh, Maggie. The second she hit the deck on the clear water, mm-hmm. was grabbing people and was like, "Get the fuck out." Go back over wow. there. And people are like, you can't, you can't say this shit to me. I, I, I work on this boat. <laughs> All my stuff's here too. <laughs> but she is like They're bullying. Like her own staff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You see some of the people from the Clearwater, like, uh, so relieved. Yeah. So they're just like, oh my God, Maggie. <laughs> oh my God, you're back. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. <laughs> I'm so scared. You they, gotta help me. They made me wear these tight leather pants. I don't look good in them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm allergic to baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just crawling around going. Wicker. Uh, discern realities. 2d6 plus wisdom. Ah, six. Six. Okay. You crawl around 
on the ground like mm-hmm. an animal. Yes. A candlelight flickering over you as the lanterns in this room are the only thing lighting it. As you like crawl between two bunks, like the light casts over you. But just as you're about to cross the passage, two legs thunk down as someone gets up from the cot. And you see they're wearing shorts because it's sailors uh, and it's cold, but he's wearing shorts. Right. Because he's Canadian. And you see crawling up his legs, tattoo designs that look very familiar. (gasps) Is it a a Medjay? It is a Medjay. It's a (gasps) Medjay. Billy clamps his own mouth shut. Creak. What are you doing here? What do you mean, what am I doing here? This is my boat. Since when? Since forever. Fuck you. Billy unsheaths one of his knives. Can you see who it is? No. Step. <gasps> Step. Um, I'm going to backstab. Oh, you're just going to go for it. Yeah. All right. When you s- attack a surprised or a defenseless enemy. 2d6 plus dexterity? 11. Fuck. Fuck yes. <laughs> so on an 11 with backstab, what does it say? I choose two of the following. I don't get into melee with them, and then I deal damage. Okay, yeah, go for okay? it. So you're dealing your damage, which is a d8, plus uh-huh. a d6. Okay. Jesus. Six. Six, okay. So are you trying to kill this guy? No, I just want to make sure he doesn't hurt Maggie. Yeah, so... As with anything, damage can be a lot of stuff. It doesn't have to be, I am taking blood from this yeah. person's body. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? How do you get him in a position where he can no longer fight back? I hate to do it, but the back of the knee. Oh, yeah. yeah. I stab it into yeah. the back of his knee. Oh. They're not like the deepest yeah. knives. But, That's true. I mean, yeah. He's not going to be able to do much. Uh huh. So he cries out and hits the ground. And it is a guy that you are not familiar with. What's your name? Fucking... Oh, God. I slap his face. Uh, er- Eric, but E-R-E-K, fantasy style. That sounds about right. <laughs> kind of McCollin. It's just Eric. Who do you work for? Uh, what do you mean I work on the boat? With who? With, what's her face? LeBlanche. <clears throat> Why'd you stab me? Because uh, I thought you were going to hurt Maggie. Why would I do that? I don't know, because you looked scary. And oh. you said... Who are you? Yeah, because somebody's on the boat that I don't recognize. I'm really sorry. You had really scary tattoos and you put your feet down really slow like a murderer would. <laughs> and and, and um, I didn't know what to do. You, you know what? You made the right move. And he throws his hand down <gasps> and he, a burst of air throws him to his feet Whoa. and he starts sprinting away from you two. He can't move. He, well, he starts sprinting and his steps on his stabbed leg uh-huh. and the leg starts to bend underneath him. And then you hear and a cat <gasps> comes shooting out of a cupboard Wicker! and just <laughs> hits him in the side of the head uh-huh. and takes him down onto a cot where he smacks his head and just skids to a halt. I knew it. Let's tie him up. Moments later, he's tied up in rope. And I'm leaning up against him with a uh, wicker. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you so much. I miss you. How are you? What do you? Why do you? Why do you keep doing this? Why do you guys keep fucking me up? Because you keep running away and acting like a like a bad guy. I am a bad guy. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I have to wait until my parents come and talk to you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Go sleep or something. Does Maggie know who this person is? Maggie doesn't know this person specifically, but she like spits on the ground next to him. I want to spout lore who he is. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. So this is mostly information, Mm -hmm. interesting and useful that you would kind of put together. Roth, though not the leader of the Magi, was leading a faction of the Magi, Mm -hmm. uh, some of which were responsible for taking the clear water and getting away. This Eric guy seems to be, you would think, a Magi who was just kind of like, all right, Roth, something happened. I'm going to lay low. Victoria LeBlanche has the ship now. I'm just going to try and keep my head down and wait. And you guys sort of just surprised him. He is a victim of circumstance in a lot of ways, (laughs) but honestly, a good instinct on Billy's part, because if he was left to his own devices, he probably would have tried something. And now he's just like, we, sh- we should have we killed you when we had the chance. Yeah, well, you didn't. And now look at you. 
a little kid and a cat beat the shit out of you. And you're tied up on a boat, and we're going to throw you overboard. So I hope you do. I hope a shark swallows me whole. Yeah, you heard me. I don't even care if I die. Wow, this guy has a real Gerard Way vibe. (laughs) When I was a young boy, my father, he took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, son, when you grow up, will you be the savior of the broken, the beaten, and the damned? And I said, fuck yeah, I will. (laughs) And that's when I joined the Medjai. Wow. Yeah. Got some really cool tattoos. Thanks, man. Your guys are here too. No, I, I, this is just me. It's You're asleep, right? Well, I guess Ving might be here. Just wanders into the cabin from the other boat. I heard screaming and a puff of air. <laughs> I heard a puff of air. Look what I found. <gasps> I pull the magi knife and put it to his throat. Whoa. Who are you? I'm Eric. Iraq. I was, I'm a magi. Well, I was a magi. Or I am a magi. Look, I just kind of ended up here. I'm sort of representing the fact that we all know that the Magi took the ship early on, and I'm just sort of like a piece of evidence about past events. History. Set dressing. All you got to do is let me go, and I'll be gone. You'll never see me again. I don't think so. We're holding you here for a while. Why? But why? What, what do you get out of shut this? Shut up. Oh, just slap. shut up. Oh, nah. yeah. He's slapping me his little hands. I've yeah. heard enough about your marching bands. <laughs> <laughs> just stay quiet until our dad gets here. So what, cut to the morning when Tuck finally wakes up from all the cheese and wine that he, <laughs> just cheese that he had? Yeah, he had cheese sleeps. And Victoria is in bed next to you. She's got her cheek on her fist and her propped up on her knee. Tuck has so much saliva in his beard. He's in his saliva. <laughs> Good morning, my sweet. And Tuck like is like, oh dear. And he puts a hand next to his mouth to just cover up the giant uh-huh. pool of spit. And he's like, whoa. Good to see you this morning. And then he realizes that she's totally fucking nude. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> she's she's like artfully draped in the silk sheets that she has, but yeah. she's definitely nude under that. Okay. Whoa. So early. So early. <laughs> so much. This morning, yes, the sun has risen on the bright new day. We shall be approaching the jaws. Probably by nightfall, but oh. we will want to pass in the day, of course. Yes, we do want to do that. Yes. In the daytime. <laughs> in the daytime, bright, mm. the bright light of day. Which means we have some time to kill. Okay. <laughs> she's sort of swirling a finger along, like she's like connecting the coin pieces in Tuck's chest with her finger. And then Tuck uh, also realizes that somehow... He's nude, too. (laughs) (laughs) You look so uncomfortable. Who sleeps in a sweaty old loincloth? Usually me, yeah. That's usually how I do it. (laughs) It, I I laid out something new for you. What did you lay? What? It is a uh, burgundy silk loincloth. Okay. (laughs) This is nice. Isn't it? It is much more breathable. And it seems you are not bothered by the killed. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I don't really get that cold. Oh, then this silk would be perfect for you. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy, my sweet. Okay. So we're not doing anything right now, or? Yeah. I mean, strike while the iron is No, hot. I don't feel like, I, I still have a lot of cheese in me, so <laughs> probably not a good thing for anybody right now. Very well. And Tuck, like, gets up and, like, he does that thing where he hops to, like, get, <laughs> To put his like, leg Yeah, on. but it's like, he puts the new one on. He's like, cool, this is great. Thank you so much. And I am, uh, (laughs) like, Tuck Slingcloth, his original one, is quite stiff, so you Uh can't really tell (laughs) what's going on underneath, but you can really tell. He's really hard. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And, yeah, so what, you just leave the room? Yes. Grab your stuff, grab your axe in your backpack. Yeah, my boner smacks against the door frame a couple of times. (laughs) A couple of times. Because he goes, sorry, he no, runs sorry. out. He's like, sorry, I forgot my axe. And my backpack. <laughs> Bye. And you see that she's getting up, up. She's getting up out of bed as you're leaving. The sheet's just falling off of her. I go back one more time. <laughs> I've like, forgotten my boob. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
and you walk out onto the deck, the cold air of the north mercifully taking care of any weird situations anyone else might be a part of. Holy shit. Wow. Holy shit. I know, right? <laughs> Who's this? Oh, my name be Gerard. Oh, Gerard, dude. Oh, my God. I just saw Victoria Blanche naked, and it is... Quite a sight. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yep. Do you know where my, uh... What's it called? What are they called? The family. Family is. <laughs> they be on the clear water. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go over there, okay? I... Cool. Uh, don't care what you do. Okay. <laughs> Don't point that thing at me. <laughs> <laughs> and we and, cut to the clear water. Yeah, Tuck doesn't even use like a gangplank or anything. He just hurriedly takes a leaping jump across the two decks. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and uh, you get to the other side, you find Maggie, Billy, and Ving. And Maggie sees you in the burgundy silk loincloth and mm -hmm. starts laughing immediately. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that bad? It's just... It's just Hanging there. It's like a little fancy handkerchief. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> just wear whatever she, already. You've been you've been married for she looks at a wristwatch she's apparently wearing. Twelve hours. And you're already wearing the clothes she sits out for you. Wait, what? We're we I just proposed. We're not married. Talk. We're engaged. Oh. Oh, Tacoma. What? Maritime law, my boy. Tuck, you're married. You're married. No, no. Tuck. There was no priest. There was Doesn't no have to be. Captain is priest and parishioner both. N neither of us cut off our pubes and threw them into the holy flame. This is it, McCall. <laughs> yeah. Your rituals have no play on the seas. Oh, my, my, and he, she reaches out very sarcastically and grips your hand in both hands and goes, many happy returns to the groom. She said that she kills a lot. She A lot of her exes are dead? Yep. Okay. <laughs> She's got a long list of deceased lovers. Fuck, fucking fuck. Yeah, but they didn't have a family behind them, maybe. They did, some of them, yep. Some of <laughs> oh, them just no. just excited loners. Some of them wealthy noblemen, wealthy noble women, whoever kind of hoves into view, really. She, I, uh, yeah, okay. Well, she, okay, um, okay. Yeah? God. You guys didn't, <laughs> did no. you? No, 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 I Consummate? Ate, no, I drank too much cheese last night, mm. uh, but- oh, yeah. <laughs> Jing and Billy both nod and go, oh, oh yeah. yeah, cheese dick, yeah. <laughs> you got cheese dick. But uh, uh, I th I'm trying to think of what to do, but I saw her boobs, so yeah. all I can think is the word boobs. <laughs> I know you get that way when you see boobies. You know what? We can think about this later. Boobs? <laughs> <laughs> we can think about this later when you describe them in detail to all of us. <laughs> oh, I also have this to show you, and I take, I pull a blanket off of the Magi. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. Just throw me overboard. I, I fucking I want a shark to eat me. Well, I'm not going to do anything that you want. Ugh. Eric, which is his name. Don't say it like that. Is this a Magi? Yes. It is. Yeah. What are you doing here? What do you mean, what am I doing here? I'm undercover. As a sailor? Yeah. But Roth is dead, dude. What? Roth is dead. Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot to like mention the really important oh, part to you. Fuck. He's been dead for like a while, like too. A, yeah, a month. You didn't feel it? I did. I didn't know what it was. He's gone. I think you're kind of alone in this. I cannot be the last Medjai. There's no way. I think a lot of... We might have... A lot of them might have... Pat passed away. Yeah. Or scattered. The big fight. How do you think we got this? Magi knife. Ugh. All right. Now I really want you to throw me overboard. <laughs> it, Roth is dead for real. Oh, I, yeah. I hold up the vial. I have put some of his tattoo. Yeah. He extended himself too far in the fight. And uh, we tried to save him, but he, he decided. He would rather die. Uh, we gave him like a, a McCollin burial. What was he trying to do? He thought he was bringing balance. Yeah, that's what he told us he was doing. But he was trying to get the power of the moon. His eyes widen a little bit? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He was trying to take that power into himself using Ving's blood. Oh my god. Lord of the Flame. All right. Well, 
and he his hands are tied by his sides, but he <laughs> kind of goes, well, like shrugs. Yeah. But his hands are just down by his knees. Well, that's it for me. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm done. What do you mean you're done? I don't want to do. I'm. I can't go back to McCall. There was already sort of a fractious situation within the Medjai. And if I go back, they'll kill me. So what do you want to do with me? Where's your home? Here, I guess, on the boat now. I can't. I was born, raised in McCall, joined the Medjai. I can't go back. Can't go back. Burned too many bridges. Literally? Uh, well, and he goes, <clears throat> flicks his hands out, and there's a little poof of air. Not literally, but. Mm. Why don't you just cut me loose? And then I promise not to kill you because I have no reason to. Do you really promise? Yeah, I promise. Do you pinky promise that you won't ever hurt us well, you gotta, ever again? You got to free my arm if I'm going to pinky promise. You can pinky promise from here. Can I? Yeah. Is this binding? We will show you trust. <laughs> he sticks out a pinky from by his knees. It is binding. Okay. Yeah, I promise not to hurt you. Do I have to roll for it? What does it say? I don't know if this you do. It says some, when, oath when someone promises you something, you may spend a point. Oh, a fairy child. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so if you have any fairy child left. I do. Okay. All right. Yeah, I promise not to hurt you. We pinky promise. Uh-huh. I unlash him. All right. Fix up his leg. Sorry about that. Oh. It'll heal in a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go get some grub and see oh. what the captain needs or something. I Take it slow. I uh, pull a bunch of cheese cubes out of my pocket. Ugh. You can have these no. if you want. No. <laughs> okay. Keep them. Those are for you. You're a growing boy. Bye. Bye. Thump. Drag. Thump. Drag. Thump. Maybe we drag. should put a referral into our ship counselor for that guy. <laughs> yeah. He just lost a lot. Wicker is uh, purring happily on mm -hmm. Billy's lap. Good to see you, Wick. Oh, right. You could talk to me. We can all talk now. Oh, shit. Because you all have the rings. Wow. Bing, it's so nice to see you again. So nice to for. I didn't know it was possible. Got even more beautiful. Can you believe that I'm doing all of this with just rat me? <laughs> and you're always a wizard in the kitchen. Oh my God. I'm just resplendent. <laughs> just a second. I put the ring, my ring on Maggie for a moment. Hello? <gasps> Margit, it is so amazing to see you. I defended this vessel with my life. <laughs> And she reaches down and she just grabs, you know, when you grab a cat by the head, cause you're like, I fucking love you so you much. You don't. No. Tuck, <laughs> Abdul has no idea what I mean. And also Tuck doesn't know you. Yeah. Mean. He doesn't really like cats that much. And she reaches, she kneels down and kisses Wicker on the forehead. She's like, you did an amazing job. Wicker rubs her face against Maggie's. And she hands the ring back. I will, I will be, I will be borrowing that for sure. I'd love to talk to my cat. Anytime you want it. So, now we're reunited. What are we doing? Are we taking the shit back? Are we going to kill them all? So, here's a question for you guys. Uh -huh. We are going to the vault right now uh -huh. uh, on the ship, yeah. but we don't need to. We could take the Thunderbirds and just go do that mm -hmm. and quickly and then come back and meet them. And then we'd be picking up with our pay paying her uh, off with the reward for me quicker. Yeah. But what if we cut the ropes that are attached to the other boat we mm -hmm. just float away well, we just have your boat back here's the question is do we think we could win a naval battle against victoria LeBlanche? the answer is no so yeah. should we just play the part until we get there i guess so but we could also see if we want to just take the thunderbirds right we, we is, can tell I, her that we need to go do this first and we'll get her her money faster yes yeah, I, I suppose so she's canny though I'm not entirely sure that she bought the Thunderbird display entirely to begin with. Well, what? She didn't need to. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was so real, though. It was very impressive, absolutely. But she is she can see through anybody. It is a little showy, Ving says. <laughs> <laughs> a little gauche, maybe. So we got two options. Uh-huh. Either we see if we can convince her to let us take the Thunderbirds up to the vault, or we do this whole thing at Bicey. Let's try to convince her. I yeah. think we should at least see her. All right. So you're going to go talk to Victoria? Yeah. Yeah. And she is uh, striding about the deck 
being very captainly. Mm-hmm. She's actually, she's standing on the front of the boat with one foot up on the thing with like a spyglass looking to the north. And Tuck goes up to her and he's like, hey, babe, uh, quick question. Yes, my love, my altamorels. Oh, I, you're, what? My Did- sweet summer breeze. Oh, yeah, my, uh, my dirty winter storm. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, actually, it's pretty good. What do you desire of me? You'll have me mind, buddy, and sir. Oh, that's great because I. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, that's perfect for I have also. I have a question for you. What is it? How would you feel hypothetically if me and the boys we had we have a Thunderbird? You saw it. We take that Thunderbird, her name is Gail, nothing weird happened between us. <laughs> it's ancient history. Uh, and we, we fly up to the vault, and we do the thing that we want to do, it's pretty quick, and then we can fly back here, and then it's faster, you'll get the, your 5,000 coins faster, we can just head straight back. She holds up a hand. To Sheer City, Old Sheer, wherever. She's shaking her hand back to. and forth. No, no, my dear, I would... Love nothing more than to take this quest with you. I could not bear to part from my sweet ocean lily. I will defend you with my life, and I cannot bear the thought of you going to this dangerous arcane place alone, risking your life without me by your side. A stepmom, uh, we would protect him with all of our lives. And oh no, but uh, what to protect? Who would if you protect him with your life? Who protects your life? I must protect your life. Your sweet dear stepmother, stepwife-in-law, what of your <laughs> trusty crew? And they need you here. Also, kind of low-key, you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, you do not understand, my dear brother-in-law. It is not that I am not invited, it is that you are not permitted. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> but, but, Shit. We could parlay. Mom. Yeah, let's parlay. We can parlay with something. What does she want? More money. What if we offer to bring her with us to the vault? Well, yeah, but she is way too interested in magic. I'm going to use one of my fairy childs to charm Victoria. Mm. Oh. Uh, stepmother. Do we really need your permission? And if we do, we would be ever so grateful. And I would be the best stepson <laughs> that you ever saw. And Tuck like leans in. He's like, babe, I'm so sorry, but I kind of promised them before I even knew we were getting married that we we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah, he promised me this trip. Yeah, look at him. He's so sad that we might not be able to do it. And he's got big eyes <laughs> that are like sparkly. You can see her eyes glitter when she looks at Billy's glittering eyes. Billy uh, clasps his hands together in a little prayer and then like kicks his small leg uh-huh. up. Yeah. And, and a, a squirrel like runs across. <laughs> <laughs> Doves a little finch yeah. lands on Billy's shoulder. Please. Uh, and Billy, you see her face undergoing a process that you've seen a couple times before. Mm-hmm. She is really fighting your charm Mm -hmm. whoa and she grits her teeth and she you see a tear form in the corner of her eye ah you do not understand i cannot allow you to reach the vault before me (gasps) and her hand is like shaking as it's moving towards her sword no stepmother and i put my hands on her a uh, hand. I also was going for her hand. And, and Billy's like pushing it and he feels resistance. He's like, this always works. Yeah, you can feel just sheer force of will. Mm-hmm. And she's gritting her teeth. You can hear like her jaw like pop a little bit. And her hand darts to her sword and draws her blade. <gasps> Whoa. And she lunges at Maggie, a perfect fencer's lunge. Whoa. <sighs> what do you do? I kick her, the hand that's holding the rapier to get it out of her hand. 2d6 plus dexterity. Oh, fuck. The worst stat. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Shit. You kick her hand as she, like, lunges at Maggie, and it just, like, arcs up and cuts up her cheek. Whoa. And she takes the spin, and she kicks it up and uses the momentum to spin kind of around the outside. And you can see that she's coming to lunge at you now. I get in between the two of them. I pull up some wood from the deck. Okay, yeah. From so, my shoom. elemental mastery, 2d6 plus con. I failed. 
I got oh. six. Oh, I'll, I aid. I cling on to uh, Victoria's arm and I say, please, stepmother. Yeah, totally. So you just roll 2d6 plus bond. Yeah. So it gives me an extra second to pull up some Nine. Wood. Nine. So that's a seven instead of a six. Yeah, so you have to choose one from the list of elemental mastery. The effect I desire comes to pass. I want to take her rapier into some wood, like a shield. So you don't maintain control and you pay nature's price. Uh, yeah. The sword pierces right through a board. Yeah. Like she hits it right on the seam that just sends it through the wood. It and splits the wood. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Tuck like steps into it and like takes the rapier in his like gut Ooh. and like grabs her wrist and he's like, uh, till death do we part. Ving <laughs> <laughs> just says that before I have a chance to get anything else. Till death do you to part. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you got to roll unencumbered unharmed. Oh, yeah. In sickness and in death. <laughs> 12. 12. Wow. So on a 12 plus, you... I take half the damage that I would have gotten otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then on a 10 plus, you also defeat, expose, or frustrate your oppressor with your stubbornness. Okay. First, you're going to roll a d12 twice and take the better. Okay. That's 10. And that's three. So you're going to take five damage. Okay. So yeah, the sword sinks into your torso, but it doesn't really hurt all that much, strangely, but you do feel the blade sink into your side. Okay. And now you're separated by a length of steel and boards from the ship. And then he knees her in the stomach. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And she is kind of, she puts a hand on a knee. She coughs up a bunch of phlegm (laughs) after getting hammered in the chest. I am sorry, my love, but I cannot allow you to reach the glacial tower before me. And her crew draws weapons. <gasps> she reaches into her boot and pulls out a long stiletto, and they charge. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. Fuck yeah. Oh, <laughs> sick. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Why didn't it work? Uh, it, I mean, it, it, yeah. it kind of it, it kind great. of did. I love it. Yeah, yeah. but I, yeah, I guess we'll learn. It oh. works to expose what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is good. Okay, goodbye for now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Aaron Reed for our incredible intro and outro music. You can find Aaron's original music and his newly released album at aaronreed.bandcamp.com. And you can find all of the music produced for the show at the Speltlore SoundCloud. Uh, and thank you to all of our supporters around the world without whom this show would be possible. If you want to support the show, you can join us at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money, please, to get access to bonus content. A whole bonus campaign using uh, World of Blades by Dwan Figueroa featuring the cool treat kids in the High Spear Mall. Merch, gift boxes, streams, and a whole whack of shit. So yeah, check us out. Patreon.com slash Speltlore. And thank you, finally, to you for listening. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be for times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to hear some more Whilst you commute or do your chores 